Welcome to episode number 228 of Towel Lake Talk. This is Casey. And this is Chris. We've got a lot to get into today, but um, of course, unfortunately, we have a uh, rest in peace. Um, I don't know if you know this person, Mike Fahey. Uh, Sounds familiar. He, he created Kotaku, which I go to every day. Uh, so um that's it like i've been following this guy for shit probably since the early 2000s as well whenever kutaku came out um he's a good writer he would review video games but then he'd also review like the Sheshwan sauce that rick and morty made or like you know weird toys or whatever so he was one of those kind of people that you know there's certain writers that we followed throughout geekly pop culture through the last 10 years of our website and maybe 20 years since it's really existed um, out there. And and he was one of the big ones. So I did want to take a moment to remember all the contributions that he's made, not only to Kotaku itself, but pop culture throughout uh, these last few decades. So yeah, uh, rest in peace, Mike. Um, Chris, before we get into the show, what have you been geeking out on, brah? Uh, I finished Cobra Kai this week. Nice. A huge effort to do that. Uh, plus, it's a great season. I have an episode uh, and a half left. Yeah. I mean, you know where it's at by now. I, yeah. It's a great... It's it's probably one of my favorite seasons uh, so far. Wow. I do like... I like Terry Silver a lot as a villain. I do too. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and it's just... It's the whole... The whole expanding Cobra Kai into like a... Uh, in, in Worldwide. Like a corporate, yeah. Corporate monster. <laughs> um and yeah, I just I, I really liked it a lot. So um, I'm really looking forward to more. And hopefully also, the last season. Like, I, I'm sorry. I hope the no, no, next season's the last season. Yeah, I do. Too. As much as I like it, it's just leave on a high note. Like, don't burn this. The idea is getting thin as it is. Like, let's finish it up. Well, that's the interesting thing, too, because I put this on the show today because it was announced that there's going to be a Karate Kid movie in 2024 that's going to be taking place in the original you know um continuity so i don't that's all we know about it um yeah. and it's kind of interesting to think about it if that's going to be the end of of cobra kai you know or a, the continuation if they end the show whatever you know so in movie form um other than that um we both have she hulk on here as well I, i'm really enjoying that show i think it's what it should be anybody out there who has anything to say about it has no idea what a she-hulk comic is nor do i respect your opinion because this is what we've been talking about this is what i've been talking about as far as faithful to the character and giving us some adulting in our comic book shows uh, and and more i i i don't understand what's wrong with people besides they're idiots and i like the show a lot um and then wrapping up i Got the Cowabunga collection and been playing lots of vintage Ninja Turtle games. As you should. Yeah, I will. I'll just say about She-Hulk. I very much enjoy it. My wife is like absolutely loving it. She thinks it's geared towards women. Mm -hmm. Whereas I said, I I guess, you know, she said it and I got to say she's wrong necessarily. Sure. I but I like it, too. Um, I, I think, you know, I've talked about it. I think I was. I was just talking about on insensitive culture on their new episode where I was saying like, it's 
not for everybody and it shouldn't be because comics aren't for every single person and the mcu shot themselves in the foot a little bit by having that it's all connected so you have to consume everything to understand everything even though you don't you don't you know what i mean but like people who are hating she hulk and thinking it's not the avengers and blah 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 well none of the comics are the avengers even Captain America is not the Avengers comic and Iron Man is not the Avengers comic. These are their own things. They come together to form the Avengers um, and that's its own comic. But I just think like at the, the same thing I'll say at the end of every show, go read your comics and then you won't complain because you'll understand that this, this isn't for you because it shouldn't be <laughs> right or don't and get out of the hobby because we don't need you here. True. That's, that's the bottom line. I'm just, I'm just tired of the garbage. <laughs> There's just so much, so much bullshit out there, um, and the fact that every article fans the flames of it, mm -hmm. uh, and and just continues the conversation. I I get addressing it, which was the issue before, like nobody's standing up for these actors and right and defending it. But we're also we're giving them what they want when we react to it every time. So yeah. go enjoy what you enjoy. And everybody else can fudge off for all I care. And that is a great segue into Marvel TV movie game news. That's right. <laughs> uh, first things up, just an official announcement that Matt Shackman will be directing Fantastic Four. We had D23 last week. There was a lot of reveals, which we'll be talking through throughout the course of this episode. Um, you know, not the casting news that everyone wanted. I guess whatever. Uh, that's I, it. Like I, I could get up in arms. I could be annoyed. But at the end of the day, they showed so much cool shit there. I really don't care. That's what they'll announce it when they announce. Yes, it. that's what's the, that's what the annoying part is. Is like they they revealed so much cool stuff, and then people are getting annoyed because they didn't reveal a cast of the movie that's not coming out for two phases. Like whatever, man. Go enjoy your Werewolf by Night trailer. Well, let's just talk about that. Yes, please. That was, to be honest with you, it was my favorite trailer out of Me everything too. I saw. And it's been my favorite in a long time of anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was basically that scene in um, in Death Proof and, uh, you know, the other one, <laughs> yeah. for some reason, I can't think. Pl but uh, any Planet Terror. Grindhouse. Grindhouse. Right. Yeah. Pl Planet Terror. So Grindhouse, it was one of those fake trailers almost. And yet it revealed a bunch of shit from the horror side of Marvel and... Honestly, I, I just thought it was genius how they did it. Yeah, I mean, and the number of cameos in this that are going to take place from Man yeah. Thing to Elsa Bloodstone, I think it's just opening up that side of things. And I'm sure we're in for some really great leads, surprises. Yeah, it probably leads right into Agatha after it. Exactly. I mean, Moon Knight, God knows. So, uh, but let's talk about things that were shitty, in my opinion, which is the, the reveal <laughs> of the Thunderbolts. Uh, Marvel took everybody's favorite C to D listers and put them together to lead a team of heroes. Yeah, there's some questionability of that, but they're not bad guys. You know what I mean? Like Taskmaster, yes. Ghost, I guess, kind of. She had reasons behind what she did. I, I just, it was lame. You know, I want to see these people. I want to see Zemo. I know he's going to be in it. I know there's probably a whole team of actual bad people doing bad shit. And it's these guys versus those guys. And like, that's the point of the movie. And maybe a trailer will be awesome. Anyway, I ramble right now. I, I'm less than excited. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited for Black Widow, too. I can't wait for that movie. Right. It looks so good with 
three super soldiers on the team and and more. I mean, I don't understand the point of not using Abomination when obviously you're putting a little Easter egg that he's still right. a bad guy in right. She-Hulk. Um, or using the Red Hulk, you know, even though uh, William Hurt has passed. Uh, what a great, what a better time to use it than now. So, yeah, I'm sure we'll get some great surprises in this movie, but at, as of now, I'm as bored as you. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Uh, we did get a little casting news for Captain America New World Order. Um, we get Shira Haas as Sabra. Don't know the character. Don't care. But Tim Blake Nelson is the leader. The last time we saw him was in Incredible Hulk. Uh, so this is so weird <laughs> that this is happening. But um, what did you think of this casting news? I've I've been waiting for the return of this character I think that Tim Blake Nelson's a great actor. I was surprised and unsurprised due to the status of the Hulk in the MCU and the inability to make a movie, a standalone movie with him. So he's got to be a shared character. So finally, I'd say I, I, I like the idea of the leader and I'm, I'm really glad they're actually taking that scene somewhere. Yeah, me too. Um, That's, Again, Kevin Feige was probably executive producer on that movie, so he gets to pick and choose what he wants to use to begin with. And uh, real quick, this Sabra character, I guess she was like an Israeli superhero. She's a um, mutant. So she's debuted 40 years ago in the comics. So they're going to they're gonna change it up, obviously, to fit the MCU, to fit the times. And um, we'll see what that character does. Uh, Jeff Loveness, who has currently wrote some, a bunch of stuff for, uh, Rick and Morty, but more importantly, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, he'll now be writing Kang Dynasty. Um, that doesn't surprise me whatsoever. Marvel does tend to keep things in the family and if they like what you did, they'll, they'll keep you going. So, yeah. Yeah, it just makes sense. It, I'm sure there's a big continuation of Kang from Ant-Man and the wasp into this exactly like you said so i'm looking forward to seeing what they do with with that character especially after his introduction in loki yeah me too uh secret invasion we got the trailer for that i absolutely loved it thought it yeah. just looked fantastic i've watched it multiple times it was a very well made trailer yeah I, I i absolutely agree with that it looks again definitely something more up our alley uh um, no humor in the trailer like at it, all which i was, yeah oh shit okay even you know bucky and and uh falcon are gonna be making jokes this just looked like this is a thriller that's it exactly <laughs> and that's just what i've been looking forward to and i like the direction it's going in so yeah can't yep. wait uh speaking of injecting humor into things though daredevil reborn um we know that there's gonna be like 18 episodes we know Matt Murdock is back, but Charlie Cox did confirm that this is going to be a little bit of a different approach to the character than what we saw in the Netflix series. Does that mean humor? Because Daredevil, he's a jokester. He's not Spider-Man, but he's not. He does. He does joke. Yeah, people forget about um, Silver Age Daredevil or Mark. Yeah, he's, a, he's Daredevil. He's fun. Yeah, he should be funny. Um and he's fu- it's not like the the Netflix show didn't have humor either. So we had we had a great character. He was Fo- more hu- he was most humorous. Well, uh, yeah, I guess Foggy's pretty. Yeah, funny. and I mean it's not like it doesn't exist in that universe. So I I appreciate the 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 announcement that this is 
a real re reboot of the character. Yes, we mm -hmm. can still enjoy what we watched before, but it does make sense to have a quote unquote different Charlie Cox um, showing up in the role. So yeah, yeah. Honestly, whatever they do with him, that's it. I'm excited for. Hey, that scene in in No Way Home was was perfect, golden, right? Yeah. Exactly. And and Kingpin in in Hawkman, Hawkeye is also good. Uh, anyway um this is great ki huan kwan joins loki season two uh he also got announced for indiana jones five what and yeah they said short round is back you see the two of them hug on stage. i saw that oh my gosh I yeah yeah <laughs> oh i missed that one happy news yeah so Dr. jones i guess you know what maybe he's i don't know he's there but anyway he's showing up in loki he's now in the disney family uh, that's all that matters, and hopefully he keeps acting. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, maybe shows up in a uh, new Goonies reboot. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, ben Kingsley, he's returning as Trevor Loxley or whatever his name is, uh, back in Wonder Man, which I forgot was announced. Yeah, <laughs> that's our first piece of casting, right? I mean, do we even know who Wonder Man is? Is this I, a no. show or a movie? It's a show. Uh, okay. It's a Disney Plus show. Okay. And Trevor Slattery is that his Slattery, name? Slattery Slattery yes yes you know it's it's funny for a character that got so much shit at first that everybody hated um, and then to come back in Shang Chi as a great character um, and that little that little mini thing of uh, that little mini uh, movie thing they did when he was in jail as well I like that character I think that used correctly um, that it'll be fun and this is a good example of where to place him since wonder man will be more of a comedy you're right you're right so. yeah uh hey i love ben kingsley i yes. like that character so this just this is fun all right so there's a new game is coming out captain america and black panther but it takes place during world war ii so it's not the t'challa at all um it's a different king of wakanda we don't we didn't see anything other than this is Amy Henning's project that she was working on. And I'm a little curious because it shows like four playable characters. That's where I was just like, what is this? I, I don't know. And until I see more, I am, I am just like really intrigued about where they're going to take this. I think that it was smart to, to use T'Challa's grandfather. Um, yeah. In this. Yeah. I I don't know if it's going to be like in like a Midnight Suns type game or or if it's going to be a straight up like Uncharted type game. So with her attached, I'm going to go with the latter and hope that we get a really fun game. Yeah, uh, I completely agree. Um, and then finally, just some date changes with the Sony Spider-Verse uh, <laughs> like Craven got pushed back from January next year to October, um, though it is currently filming. And then Madam Web is supposed to be October, but now it's going to be in February. And um, I don't know what else is getting moved around, but that's it. Those things change. Does it mean anything to you? It does. It means that I'm going to watch all these movies with low expectations and actually enjoy them like I did with um, Morbius. 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 I'm sorry. Can but we I just say think... this? Let's give yeah, a moment to Morbius. It was a great fucking movie. Right. I, I have no issues with that movie at all. 
if you're a fan of comic book movies since the 90s, yeah. If you are a fan of this genre, if you like vampires, if if you like good actors, <laughs> I don't know what your problem with this movie is, and I'm convinced that 85% of the people that make fun of this movie didn't even watch it. So I I'm going to say it, I enjoyed it more than Thor 4. <laughs> I I also did I tell you that? I said that to you because some I read that online where people were making. That oh comment. no, you did say that. Yeah, remember, and I was like, "We'll see." And then yeah, I was like, mm. "Yeah, <laughs> no, just... it, I I agree because it wasn't trying to be something it wasn't, which no. is what Thor is to me. Where like you really dumbed down the gore storyline to again funniness with like these kids becoming superpower. I like that scene a lot. I just want to say, yeah, it's, it's fun. It's fun. Absolutely. It's cute. But also like it's also child uh, endangerment. You know, the uh, Gord is a god butcher who doesn't butcher any gods. Like this is I just it's dumb. Whereas Morbius was like, I don't know much about you other than the times you showed up in Spider-Man and Midnight Suns and other things like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And sure, you're going to show me like these new vampire powers that have never used in vampire history and it's a cool way to like teleport like i just loved it i thought it was a lot of fun so yeah. i i wouldn't be afraid to own morbius to be quite honest with you <laughs> throw it on our list we don't um, need to because it's on netflix so go watch it for free yeah and enjoy it all right so dc news this is the honestly this might be the biggest piece of news that have come out in this entire list that we have here yes but constantine's sequel is is coming with Keanu Reeves back in the role of John Constantine. JJ produced uh, the original Francis Lawrence is coming to direct it. Who's now directed like the hunger game. Like he's a huge director now. <laughs> so yeah, 2005's Constantine is getting a sequel. You know, I about shit myself when I saw this. <laughs> yeah. I didn't believe it at first. Uh, <laughs> I had to look twice. I, and I was pleasantly surprised, to be honest. I like I like that movie a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't care about the inaccuracies with Constantine. I thought what they did with that was great. Keanu Reeves has gone to superstar power since then, especially. So I can only see them doing something even better than what they did before. Now that comic book movies have taken such an advance. Yeah. Yeah, I am just. That's the thing, you know, I know uh, Rocco over at Critical Mass and Listen Up Casuals, he was like, uh, like uh, Keanu Reeves, man, like he is not John Constantine. And what I wrote to him is, and he said the movie's good. The first movie, he likes the movie, but it's not John Constantine. And I go for 2005, when you had no idea who the fuck that character was, he absolutely was John Constantine because you didn't know anything different. Now that you know John Constantine and he's in the zeitgeist with TV and video games and everything else, they will make Keanu Reeves John Constantine. <laughs> like, and and honestly, I rewatched that movie very recently, and I like I know the character now, and they really didn't do a shit job. No, like. Uh, actually, it's a great movie. That's it. Like, I'm sorry, he doesn't have an English. That's accent. it. He doesn't have an English accent or blonde, or he's not Matt Ryan, who is the physical embodiment of John Constantine. Like, he's not that guy. But at the same time, like, that's it. That's that's it. He he is John Constantine from the comics. He just 100%. doesn't look like him. <laughs> yep. So I don't know. Anyway, 
I mean, what does John Constantine look like? What if he? What if a black actor was cast as John Constantine? You know what I mean? It's going to be that same bullshit. So, I, yeah, and I think well, you know what I mean. It, I mean, it's Keanu just, Reeves is. Listen, if you told me John, like Idris Elba is John Constantine, take away the fact that he's already in a DC movie, I, I would go, that. "Yep, fuck yeah, he is." <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't even think twice. Any I think day. it's just that Keanu Reeves has the woe and the Morbius, and now he's John Wick. I think he just has too many like huge things behind him that he is you know it's like harrison ford is he indiana jones or is he han solo you know what i mean like he's those people keanu reeves has a few hats and through through pop culture he's bill he's you know constantine he's john wick like he's just got some stuff behind him and i think that's where people lose but he's also an actor (laughs) right but he's all he's always keanu reeves to me right you know you know well, yeah it's funny like that so i, yeah. I get so, it like ryan reynolds can be a million people he's still ryan reynolds right but it's, it's not like Leonardo dicaprio who can be like anybody correct or russell crowe that that dude can play a million different people he's yeah. different every time right right i mean that's the right level levels yeah, yeah <laughs> level yeah, yeah. up that's it all right that's all i got <laughs> all right titus welliver is lex luther on titans uh great actor I guess we needed a Lex at some point because we have Cadmus and all that shit in there. So, you know, what's your thought? I, this Lex Luthor feels different. I don't care if this is, this show has been connected to the CW verse at all through their little multiverse Mm -hmm. thing at the end of that, that big crossover infinite thing. But I, I felt like this Lex Luthor has been different. I was pleasantly surprised when I saw this picture the other day um, after they announced the casting and it's it's time. I mean, we have Superboy in there who is heavily connected to Luther. Uh, we've had Mercy Graves show up yep. throughout the whole season, you know, the seasons and stuff like that. So it's all it's it's time. And I really I'm really excited to see him play this role. That's all I'll say. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Superman and Lois season three. We announced maybe a month ago that Jonathan Kent, the kid who played him was leaving the role. He's now been replaced by Michael Bishop. Who's going to be taking over. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't like it when this stuff happens. Honestly, it kind of takes me out of it, but you gotta go. You gotta go. So, yeah. Um, and then Harley Quinn season four was greenlit. no, no well, big news there. <laughs> no, the, I mean, the news is that it's an awesome show. If you haven't watched it, yeah, go do yourself a favor. But with all of the, uh, the things getting the axe. Getting the axe. Yeah, I, know, get, I get you. It was kind of up in the air. So but I'm happy to see checks, this. Sorry, this checks such a specific box with like LBGQTI. Yeah. Like if you cut it, <laughs> yes. you'd, be, you'd be in trouble. And a super popular character that just hit their 30th anniversary. So, I mean... That's it. You have a female. It would be a bad, show. bad look to do yes. it at, at this time. It would actually horrible look. <laughs> exactly. All right. So that's it for DC news. And it seems like we have a new section in our beginning of the show. And I didn't put it in there. I put it in there <laughs> because we're constantly. Yes. You and I are in it now. And yes. we're constantly talking about it. And there is enough. This is if you are a Star Trek fan, that's the new section. You are in your renaissance because there is Star Trek is operating at all cylinders, as we're about to say. And it's getting to a point where Star Trek is going to pass Star Wars if it keeps going the way that it's going. 
Not in like my childhood, no, blah blah blah, but in the fact of like quality product over quantity, Star Trek is getting to that point. You know, that's the biggest point to make is that I I will admit I've always been a Star Wars fan. I've yeah. always said Star Wars is better than Star Trek growing up and things like that. I love Star Trek growing up. I watched the movies, Me I too. watched the shows when I could, but I didn't get into it because it's not for kids at that point. It was when I watched, when I've, I've been binge watching DS9, as you all know, almost done with it. When you watch these shows, there are so many themes that you don't get as a kid. Now, yeah. now they have stuff for kids to get, you know, Prodigy um, to get you lower in that. Decks. Okay. Uh, lower Decks is, yeah. I I know it's not for a, but it's a show. You it's know a cartoon, I mean? like, right. It's a cartoon. It's across the board. You're, you're doing everything. And I think that's the important thing to recognize. And like you said, at this point, I love some of the stuff they're doing with Star Wars, but it's it's disconnected. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not, as a longtime Star Wars fan, I'm not that happy with it, but I am really enjoying Star Trek a lot. So let's get into it. Um, we did say that there was a chance that there would be a prequel, uh, prequel podcast to The Wrath of Khan, and it's going to happen, uh, just like these great production podcasts that are coming out as late. Uh, this one's going to tell the story um, of Khan after Space Seed uh, leading up to uh, the Wrath of Khan. So, and what happened on SETI Alpha 5. Uh, it's it's going to be written, uh, I'm sorry, it's going to be directed by Nicholas Meyer, who has been, you know, directing Star Trek movies since the 80s. Uh, so it's it's in good hands, I feel, and I'm really looking forward to this. Yeah, me too. It sounds fun. Like, again, there's such high quality production podcast now. Like, it's going to be like watching a movie or a TV show. <laughs> Just in your head. Um, Picard season three has a date uh, of February 16th, 2023. That's the final season. Most of the original cast from Next Generation is coming back for that. Uh, there's a there's an Enterprise-esque ship in it, which people have been asking for. I forgot what the name of the ship is, uh, but I'm I'm excited. I I liked season two a lot. I know some people didn't, um, but I've enjoyed what they've done with the card. I think it's it's different than what people wanted, but it's a it's a good drama. I it, it's just a lot of fun. Yeah, I still got to watch season two, um, but I love season one so. Mm-hmm. Um, Stranger Worlds is coming back soon uh, with season two, but they added actress Carol Kane as a new engineer. And spoiler alert, yeah, um, <laughs> she'll be playing Pelia. And I mean, Kane is star studded actress, so I'm looking forward to her role in this. Yeah, I, I, I am too. She's usually a comedic actress, so mm-hmm. I'm wondering if that's the role she's going to be in or if they're going to keep it kind of serious but i would imagine she'll play what she plays <laughs> stranger worlds is everything yeah it's, it is from the best you, from what you've said <laughs> it is the best star trek show i've watched period period after one season after one season 12 what episodes. they did yeah i like it that much because it those so season zero it. is discovery season two as i'm finding it is it's definitely Season one, season zero, whatever you want to call it, it's the launch of that show. It's different because it's on Discovery. When they go to Strange New Worlds, it goes 
it's like when people say it's Star Trek, that's I don't know how to really explain it that way, but it's it is super enjoyable because it's just it's funny, it's fun, it's it's dark at times, and it just goes back to that episodic um, adventure every week uh, with with the overarching stuff, of course. But like we used to watch back in the '90s with Star Trek, where it was standalone episodes. That's what I really appreciate about this show and the fact that they're exploring and going to strange new worlds. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I cannot wait for it. Yeah, you could when you're done with season two of Discovery, you can watch Stranger Worlds and it's. You don't have to watch the rest of Discovery or I mean, they I'm go going off. to, but yeah. right, right. But they're, they're different paths. So don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't feel like you don't have to. Um, last up, uh, I'm a Star Trek online player. They announced the next chapter in the Mirror Universe uh, storyline they're telling, and it's called Ascension, and will star Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton as as the Emperor. Uh, so I'm looking forward to him playing this evil role uh, with his return to the Star Trek universe. Where are you playing this game? I played on PS5. It's huh. just it's by the same company as Neverwinter. Um, okay. Gearbox has done a little bit with it to make it. Very enjoyable. Um, and like I said, so it's free to play. It's free to play. Uh, it's it is an MMO. It's straight up MMO. It's, there's yeah. but there's ship battles and there's ground battles. So you it's it's very expansive in that regard. Um, and I've always said if they put Star Wars MMO on a on a console, I'll play it. But I'm not a Me I'm too. not a PC player. I'm going to sit there and do it that way. You know, I'm very particular. <laughs> Speaking of Star Wars, what's let's going get, on? Let's get to the Star Wars. Um, Rogue Squadron, unfortunately, uh, it's been removed from the movie slate. Uh, I I don't know why they announce stuff and then they don't follow through with it. This is my issue with what Disney's doing. Um, what they are doing good is building this Disney Plus world. Uh, and I think that staying away from the movies at this point is the right move in a way. But... Rogue Squadron was something I kind of was intrigued by, so I'm kind of disappointed. Yeah, I mean, listen, better for it to start than to get a shit movie and put it out. You know what I mean? I'd rather it be stopped now. Um, I don't know if I completely agree that we shouldn't be getting movies because the TV shows are so incredibly tied to the Skywalker saga slash verse that I, I do want to see another world <laughs> well that's that's that is an argument but to get away from that central stuff like that's always our issue right like what are mm -hmm. you doing new um and as much as i want to see the new republic be built out and 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 questions answered and and whatnot i when are you going to do something that everybody can get behind and really enjoy and, and blow our minds because i it's just a lot of the same stuff. Well, that's the thing. If you if Taika is doing what he's supposed to be doing, this trilogy that has nothing to do with any of it, that is one thing that could bind Star Wars together again because there's nothing, quote unquote, nothing to complain about. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're going to be complainers, of course, but if it's just a fun space fantasy set in that world, I think we'll all really love it and we don't have any prior things you know to be like well this shouldn't be this way well there isn't any of that because <laughs> we have no idea what this world is and that's what makes me happy Agreed. eventually but i also 
this next thing makes me very happy too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this speaking is, of Filoni verse. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like Filoni sets itself aside from everything because of mm-hmm. his storytelling ability. Yeah, of uh, course. And he's created new he's created new characters and kind of a verse within its own. So we finally got the announcement of who's going to be playing Ezra Bridger in Ahsoka, the sequel to Rebels. Um, yeah, and it's um, sorry, it's his it's himself. Iman Isfandi mm-hmm. looks exactly like uh, Ezra. Absolutely. <laughs> so, What's his they name just again? Cast Iman Isfandi. Okay. Yeah, I, I, all I know is that this is coming together. We got that picture of Sabine in front of the mur- mural. Um, this is my most one of my most anticipated things from Star Wars. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. It's it's just crazy. Uh, we got the Mando trailer, uh, D23, which we've been waiting for. Uh, everybody got that look before that we didn't get to see. And now I'm really excited for this because we're going to Mandalore. We're going to have Mandalorian Civil War. I don't know what craziness is, you know, waiting for us in 2023. But I, this is, again, this is the stuff I'm loving about Star Wars that I'm totally behind. Yeah, this trailer, goosebumps. Just, I cannot wait. Just more of that, please. <laughs> uh, another thing I am looking forward to, though, is Skeleton Crew, which sounded like a good idea uh, from the beginning. And we got a look at Jude Law in it, who I was convinced was a droid, uh, that he wasn't going to be a flesh and bone star or character. But we got a look at him, and he's fiscally in it. And I'm I'm pleasantly surprised, and I can't wait to see what this show brings. It's a great concept. Yeah, group of children finding their way home after being lost in space. We shall see. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is where you get to do new stuff, new fun stuff. If you if yeah. you really want, if you really push the envelope. So we'll see. Uh, two dates. Uh, first up, Bad Batch returns in January of 2023. Can't wait. And then Tales of the Jedi will premiere on October 26th, which we got a pretty cool trailer for. Great trailer. Yeah, Yeah. really great trailer. Yeah, it makes me think about what they can really do with this show. Uh, And I hope that they go beyond the prequel Jedi as well. Maybe we'll get like High Republic Jedi. Maybe we'll get Tales of the Jedi stuff or (laughs) Old Republic stuff. Um, Yeah. You know, it's there's a lot of ground to farm with this. And I would love to see them just go crazy and it's the animation we love from clone wars uh yeah love it mm-hmm. uh, let's get out of this galaxy far far away let's talk about comics uh first up Banicula. <laughs> we i i was just surprised by this i it's coming as a graphic novel um a whole new format so look forward to that uh, if you were if you read it when you're a kid, it was about a, a bunny who ends up being a vampire. Um, and, and, uh, this will be written by James Howe uh, and Andrew Duncan, the original originators with illustrations by Stephen Gilpin. Yeah, that's just um, I don't know why it's happening, but sure, that's cute and it should happen. <laughs> hey, I mean, middle grade, middle grade. Yeah, 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 that's true. Speaking of middle to higher grade, um, Christopher Pike is um, going to have a, what is this? 
there's going to be a comic book based on it with the show or did i put this in here wrong yes no no, no. yeah it's a yeah. tie-in release with the netflix series that's coming out so that's a pretty cool idea here we are always talking about what netflix can do better to hype what they were putting on their streaming service get a tie-in comic to go with it you know um yeah very smart very smart let's see next up we have worlds of borderlands now this is a book yeah this is a dark horse book um which is coming out in march 2023 and this is a encyclopedia guide to the awesome. world of pandora so um yeah 192 pages <laughs> i guess i know what i'm getting you for christmas <laughs> yeah, yeah we're big fans of these kind of books um and I always loved the books that would come with the with the ultimate collector sets, like those little those little cool books oh, with all yeah. the monsters in them and stuff. Yeah. too. So awesome, awesome world. Looking forward to that book. Um, next up, Tom Taylor has announced a Peter Pan. I guess a dark spin on the character Peter Pan. Um, Tom Taylor has been kicking ass throughout the comics, all the funny books, Marvel, DC and more. And this is just adding to his his resume. It's just yeah. I'm looking. I, I really look forward to this young adult, like graphic novel. So yeah. again, another one of those middle grades, about to start a whole new collection of things. <laughs> uh, the the new Eternia toys from Mattel that they've been doing for in the Masterverse line. I was kind of like, what is what is their end game with this? Why are they doing these offshoots of characters? I thought it was a great idea, um, but what was really the point? Here we are now. Dark Horse will be publishing uh, a new Eternia comic, and it'll be featuring the characters that are being put out in plastic form. So that's that's really exciting news. It's, again, cross promotion, smart. Luckily, they've been doing He Man comics forever, so. That's no huge news. No, but it's awesome to see like a multiverse thing happening. I uh, they did for that sure cool graphic novel before with He Man and Master, like the multiverse thing, and this is adding to it, which is even better. So they're excited. Uh, last up, DC uh, Rebirth. I'm sorry, no Dawn of the DCU is going to be happening after Dark Crisis on Infinite Earth wraps up with issue seven in December. We'll know more about what that means, but I have been saying for a while now that the movie verse needs to be called the DCU. Get rid of that <laughs> stupid ass fan dubbed name of the DCEU. The stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life, and that it was even embraced by DC itself and just ridiculous. I love correcting people when they say it. <laughs> um, you want to get away from that garbage, you need to rebrand. I think this is the beginning. Um, it seems seemingly that Nightwing is is front and center uh, of it because he's featured on the Dark Crisis Seven cover. Basically, uh, looks like Jesus, right? Um, I I don't know what to expect. I know it's I'm sure it's like another soft reboot, uh, jumping on point. Uh, this Dark Crisis is a is a sequel to Crisis on Infinite Earths. I still need to re read it, but they've been doing some crazy stuff. So we'll see where it all ends up. In a new dawn, a dawning that's of it. a new era. That's it. <laughs> uh, but that's that's it for the first half of the show. We're going to jump to commercial. We'll be right back.
DFAT Comics is the publishing branch of Don'tForgetATowel.com, the only place to travel geekly. Focusing on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. DFAT Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with DFAT Comics. And we are back after those luscious commercials, and we are here to go to crowd sorcery. Crowd sorcery. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. So, off world, two aliens uh, crash land on Earth during the zombie apocalypse. So, they've got to learn how to survive. And it's written by our very own Ruben Romero. Uh, so, he's launching a new comic book universe with these two characters. And uh, the first issue. Uh, comic is now funding on Kickstarter at the time of this recording got 14 days. So back it. Where's it at? Uh, no. Kickstarter. No, no. Oh, I mean, no. Sorry. Uh, there's like $400 left. So All right. 500. Yeah, it's almost it's almost there. Cool. We just Go back it, people. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Make it happen. Um, all right. So to doom to I don't know what the hell it's called is back. Tudum. Tudum. Is that what it is? That's the that's how I say the Netflix noise when it always comes on. It's, uh, uh, that's what it's in. I didn't realize that was what it's in reference. No, no, I oh, have no. Okay. I just thought it was like some weird like Japanese oh. word. Oh, yeah, I I, th- I think I figured that on my own. I'm very proud of myself. Oh, you um, are? Yeah, I I am. I <laughs> I don't know. It's always it's funny because I was the, when they first announced it, I was like, that's pretty Tudum? clever, honestly. Yeah, I, because they never they never used it in any other thing besides that's been the noise for netflix since the beginning so yeah it's like neat so that cool. is things i learned today there you go um okay so yeah that's back <laughs> so, they're gonna be talking about all sorts of shit like red notice 2 i guess uh chris hemsworth that movie that he did Extraction was actually good. Extraction yeah, was yeah, really good. good. Squid Game, a uh, bunch of anime. Like, yeah, so that's coming on September 24th at 10 a.m. all day on Netflix, which last year's was awesome. Yeah. Like, they did a very good job with it. So I'm actually really excited about that. Agreed. So next episode, we will tell you everything that got included in it. Uh, but let's jump over to TV. Uh, speaking of Netflix, Umbrella Academy announced its fourth season will be its last season. I haven't even watched the third season, so I'm okay with that. I haven't watched the second season. I need to do that. Oh, second was fantastic. Yeah. Um, Clue, the board game, which turned into a movie, is now getting turned into an animated series. Okay. <laughs> how how many how many seasons can you do with this show? I don't know. Endless, Chris. I, I guess. I guess. So we have I a guess. new location this season. Who done it? If you did it that way, then yes. Yeah. If you changed it like An they anthology? do with like yeah, like the Agatha Christie stuff. It's like always Perot, but then the circumstances behind him, you know, are always different. So um yeah, you could do that. Quantum Leap Ooh. trailer looks awesome. Oh When's my gosh. that out? I sooner than later, I'm sure. Um I I was blown away by this. I mean, I was ex- I was excited for the the concept of this. Oh, Monday at the time of this recording, coming out this so, Monday. Yeah, the actually, yeah, yes, the nineteenth. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I 
that trailer kicked ass. It was a very good trailer. It's such a good idea for a show. It was a great show back then. I love that they're going to update it, and they can do so much with it now. So I, I'm ready. Yeah, me too. Um, other things I'm ready for, Blade Runner is going to Prime. So Blade Runner 2099, we talked about that a while ago when we were talking about all these Ridley Scott aliens and everything else. So anyway, yeah, this is this is coming out. Yeah, this is this is what I want if I'm going to get any more Blade Runner. Honestly, I, I think yeah. a TV show is going to be the right move, uh, and it's got going to have a good budget behind it. So, bring it on. That's yep. That's it. I agree. And then finally, we got a longer look at an official trailer for Willow. I'll be honest with you, I didn't watch it, and that's just because I, it's Willow. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> yeah, don't watch it. Um, I've watched it a couple times already. I yeah. think I cried the first time I watched it. Um, <laughs> okay. I, when I first saw the the teaser trailer, I wasn't, I was like, they're going to do stuff with this show. And, I, but it wasn't that impressive a trailer. You know, it's a little tease. This one, yeah. this thing, it blew my mind. I was just like, like I say, I'm ready for this show to come I out. Say, maybe tomorrow. I should see this. Maybe it's, <laughs> there's some, some, there's some spoilers in there. So if you want to go in fresh, uh, don't watch it because uh, there are some things in there that i was like holy shit so um hmm. yeah this i this is all i've wanted since my childhood is more willow so sweet uh all right so let's go to movies danny houston joins the crow um okay i like that actor he's a good actor so he's joined the bill skarsgård creeptastic crow movie yeah that's really it right i just I forgot that this was being made, honestly, because the Jason Momoa one got thrown out. Yep. And then this got announced, and I kind of forgot about it until this casting. I think it's filming. Yeah. About to. Yeah. So we'll see. I like the Crow one. (laughs) The first one. (laughs) That was a good one. Um, David Harbour, coming fresh off of uh, the Thunderbolts, is going to be in (laughs) Gran Turismo. The game turned movie, which always works out when it's about cars. <clears throat> Need for speed. <laughs> what movie? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's this is the thing that's happening. Sure. Where's Spy Hunter? Um, this is fine. Whatever. Uh, I He's also I'll just he was he was casting a scary Santa movie as well. So David Harbour. I do like him. I do think he's kind of a one trick pony. Um, but I still think he's, he's a fun actor. So whatever. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, me too. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Slayers. This is just weird. This is a vampire movie starring Thomas Jane and Abigail Breslin. I'm not entirely sure when it's coming out, but it's pretty much all I needed to know is that he's going to kill vampires. Oh, it comes out October 21st. So wow. happy birthday to me. <laughs> There's so much stuff coming out next month. It is, yeah. I've just been wild. putting it on my calendar. All the movies and the shows that are hitting. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's gonna be great. So much, so much scary stuff for October. Exactly. And um, speaking of spooky things, Zombie Town. Uh, this is gonna be Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd are heading for Zombie Town. So, okay, I guess this is a R.L. Stein. A uh, book 
from 2012. So they're really going through all of his work as well. Yeah, I've been watching some old SNL, so it would be nice to see these actors together again in something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then we already talked about this earlier, but new Credit Kid movie is on the way. So we'll see what, what you, that even means. What do you think? I mean, if they're saying it's set in that in that universe, like what do they what do they do? Do they do it with everybody? Like who's in it? No, I think what you do is like go ten years later, and it's like Samantha is like, you know, running Miyagi Do, and then it's her kid. You know what I mean? Or twenty mm-hmm. years later, or something like that, and that's the Karate Kid, and it's it's a girl. I mean, we did have that with Hillary Swank, but this would be different. I think this would be better because that movie sucks. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Why yeah. isn't Hillary Swank showing up on Cobra Kai yet? <laughs> you wait last season i know, I know. It all stops um so what's going on in gaming news chris too much too much is going on in gaming news <laughs> um one of the biggest sections today uh we had so much cool stuff announced so let's get into it cyberpunk 2077 the first dlc is called phantom liberty uh they just did a big patch for it and plus edge runners just dropped so i need to watch that very excited yeah, for too. this world to expand because it is a great game. No matter what the gar- garbage happened at first, I anybody who still talks shit about this, whatever. Just I don't know any enjoy person who played that game who has said they don't like it. Yeah, I I don't. I, don't, know why I think it still it's, gets I think it's shit. just because of the the onslaught. Everyone who's actually played it, no one has ever said anything bad about the game. No, I mean it's like oh, it's a GTA clone. Fine. What I mean, there's a tons of GTA clones, but. Where when is it set in a cyberpunk world? So right, please. Right. It's it's great as syndicate fan um, and somebody who wanted an immersive cyberpunk game. I've it checked all those boxes. So Phantom Liberty uh, is coming in 2023. It's going to open up a whole new district in Night City. So I'm very excited. There we go. Um, Lorcana. Now, what is this one again? I, this is the this Disney is... Magic the Gathering. <laughs> yes. Whew. So they showed you some of the cards uh, from it and this new trading game because Disney needs to be in all facets of your entire existence. Um, honestly, looks pretty freaking awesome. And it's going to get foil cards and blah, blah, blah. I will probably at least buy the first one, not open it and sell it in like 20 years when it's worth like a thousand bucks. That's right. Or 20 days. Um, yeah, these days. Sure. Who knows? It's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is this is actually physical cards. That's cool. Um, I do hope they do something electronic, uh, digital, because that's oh, kind of how I aspect. I, they probably will. Yeah, because that's what I liked what they did with Magic. They actually had the online one. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't have thousands of cards in my house. Exactly. So, helpful. Uh, next up, Tron Identity was announced. I'm ready. Sure. I we didn't really get much from we it. We got nothing. Nothing. But yeah. there's a Tron game coming out. Sounds awesome. Especially on yeah. next generation consoles. So Yes. Yes. What we did get, though, plenty of news on was Assassin's Creed at Ubi Forward, I believe the uh, the, the little event was. But um, yeah. I was not expecting what they did, honestly. I knew that they had some stuff up their sleeve, but they made it all very clear what's coming. So let's start with the first thing is that Assassin's Creed Valhalla is finally going to get an endgame. Uh, I just finished the Siege of Paris, so I have another... I have, like, one of the ones where you go back to Asgard to do still. I might play that that 
that expansion that you have to, have to pay for, but I'm not sure yet. This one's going to be free, uh, and we'll wrap up the story of Eivor. Um, okay. Yes. No, no, no. I just haven't. Yeah. No, no, oh. exactly. exactly. <laughs> Sorry. So there's a character in, in Valhalla that was introduced named Basim. Um, I won't spoil it for you or anybody who hasn't played the game, but he's Thank a pretty you. cool character. Uh, but they're going to be doing a, a prequel. It's set 20 years before Valhalla. It's a much smaller game. Sit in Baghdad. Uh, it's going to be his origin story, and it's going to be more of the old school Assassin's Creed mechanics of stealth and whatnot. That people complain that the Assassin's Creed games are two big open world RPGs now. I don't care because they're amazing games. But for you out there who do enjoy it, it's going back to that. There you go. Um, two things that got announced without actual project names, but are very exciting. Uh, first one's Code Red, which is going to be the anticipated game set in japan um i am that's all you gotta tell me uh i love that's that's, that's it don't even talking about that's it that's you're it. a ninja <laughs> like... people draw these parallels with ghost of tsushima and they shouldn't because that game is samurai uh yes you do some ninja stuff but i can see where the difference is going to be completely and, completely different things yeah it's set on an island that game this yeah. who knows where this is gonna be like you know, there's plenty of plenty of stuff to farm so I don't know why the complaints besides people love to complain. Um, yeah. Also announced was Hexe. Um, there's a lot of a lot of clues in there. Uh, the fact that that it's a German word, you know, that I think it means what witch. Um, so the the two axes are very, you know, like Blair Witch looking, if I may use that movie as reference. Yeah. So I. I don't know what they're going to do, but it's probably very... takes place in like Transylvania. Maybe you're fucking vampire hunters. <laughs> I mean, it's, it could be that it could be, you know, it's Solomon King type stuff. I, that's I, yeah. That's what I'm more. Sorry. Monster hunters. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I was thinking no, Solomon King. That's fine too. Whatever they want to do with it, because it would be a totally different aspect to the game. And they yep. have done fantastical stuff. They try to keep it grounded a lot of time. Yeah. But like I was telling you, like Odyssey is my favorite and they do a lot of that's fantastical all. stuff. Doesn't they fight minotaurs and stuff? You know? <laughs> yeah. There you go. Okay. Never you mind. Need, that's Don't the first game else. you need to play. I know. I know. No. Yeah. That's the first game you need to play. Um, uh, whatever. I, I, I can't wait to hear this. Um, also, Infinity, they cleared a little bit more about what that's going to be. It's going to bring uh, yeah, multiplayer whatever. back to it. It's yeah. going to be like a hub, it looks like. Yeah. And I don't know if they're going to add it to all the games because that's what it looks like it's going to be. So look forward to more news on that. Um, I think it's like Assassin's Creed online. It, but it's it's weird because it's not a straight up title. It's not like. No, but I mean, like, no, like, isn't it like GTA online? It's just going to be like a Assassin's Creed world. It could that's be. That's what I thought. I thought that at first, too. But now what they showed, what they talked about in the in the Ubi Forward thing was it's a hub. Okay. And then they showed the logos of the games within the hub. So I don't know oh, exactly where that's... they're going with it. It could be something new. Okay, right. Know? Yeah. Very, very interesting. Um, very two bold. games for mobile. Uh, Jade was the it was, was going to be the first Assassin's Creed open world game on mobile, which is an exciting thing as long as, as, long as it doesn't have microtransactions. Yeah, uh, which everybody's anticipating. Um, I would rather just pay 20 bucks for this game and just have an Assassin's Creed game on my phone and yep. without garbage. I will pay for that game. Uh, and then another one, two things. Netflix series is coming. 
very excited for that to see if they can do a proper ad adaptation for Assassin's Creed. And also they're working with Netflix for another mobile game. Um, so I don't know if that would be a tie in with that series or not, but Onslaught, Onslaught. I think the mobile game is their version of Candy Crush, Assassin's Creed Crush. Sounds sounds <laughs> awesome. I will play that. I will play it. <laughs> oh, I need a sip of coffee after that. That was an onslaught, like I said. Um, it was. <laughs> Lego Bricktails. This just came up the other day. Um, it's hitting October 12th. I was not really sure what it was, but it's a, it's cut. It's it's a puzzle. Uh, the game will take you through five different Lego biomes as you help your grandfather recreate his rundown of amusement park. During this journey, you'll unlock new skills to help you achieve that goal. Um, this is coming to PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, and PC. Uh, there's a trailer for it. I <laughs> I love Lego stuff. I think this sounds really God damn it. Right? This looks great. I did not watch this. Now I did. You know, I bought that other one that, you know. Dimensions? Yeah, I um, I, I think I actually just sold it. Like, Did you? Yeah, because you know I just never played it, and yeah. they discontinued it. But yeah, you know I think this is a great idea. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. I I was really excited to hear about this in October twelfth. We'll see what it's all about. Um, so. Golden Eyes, you know, people have been trying to bring it back forever. Uh, they they did that remake of it that wasn't very popular. Uh, yeah. So they're going to do a new remaster for it. And it seemingly, when they first announced it, there was not going to be online multiplayer. I think it was, again, local. Uh, but now they're saying that there will be online multiplayer for this, which I am very excited. Um, and I hope that they do a good job keeping it in its original form to the best um, and, and bringing back that nostalgic gameplay. Yeah, I love Goldeneye. Uh, probably one of my, if not my favorite shooter of all time. Um, that's pretty much it. I, I can't wait. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is the official name of the sequel to um... Breath of the Wild. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> The game that's escaping my my mental capacity yeah, right now. I um, loved it. <laughs> I love that game. I um, this is just it, it. Making an open world game was the best thing they could have done, uh, and I, this is going to be even better, I'm sure. So we'll see. Yeah, that's it. I'll play it. <laughs> uh, May twelfth, two thousand twenty-three. Uh, also, we got a new state of play this this week. Uh, which was was really great, honestly. Uh, we got a new God of War trailer. We got a look at this exclusive God of War PS5 controller, which I Wild. want immediately yes. uh, yeah. with Howling Wolves on it and the yes. color scheme and all that. I don't know how exclusive it's going to be. I don't know where it's going to be exclusive to. I've already tried to buy it, but I can't <laughs> find it. So, yeah, I haven't seen it either. <laughs> look forward to that. A couple highlights for me. Um, Demio. Uh, it's going to be a PSVR 2 game. I know this game already exists, uh, but they're bringing it to VR. And it's just like, it's it's an RP, it's an a tabletop RPG that you play in the virtual world. You roll dice, you move your miniatures and stuff like that. I thought it looked cool as hell. Yeah, my, my buddy who plays Quest or whatever, he literally was texting me the other day and he was like, dude, 
you need to come over to my house to play this game. And I was like, what is it? <laughs> and then I saw this and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it looks crazy. Absolutely. And, it, you know, with RPGs being so popular now, I think this is a, a, a neat way to do it. So, Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, next up, we have a rename. Um, there was Project Eve was a was a game that was being developed. And now it's being called Stellar Blade. And I watched this trailer and it really blew my mind. Um, it's been, you know, I think it was announced back in 2021. And hmm. now it's finally coming about. It looks freaking insane. Okay. Well, now I got to watch it. This was this was like probably the one that I thought was really blew my mind. Uh, and then there's Damn. this next thing called Rise of the Ronin, which is another <laughs> samurai sa- though. samurai game. Um, yeah. And uh, they're excited for that. So, I mean, there's plenty of room to keep, keep making more and more of these games. So I don't I don't know why people would say that we don't need them or it's a copy or whatever. Just enjoy yourself. Just just play the game and shut up <laughs> exactly. or don't. Right? Shut up. I mean, we come from a time of 8-bit. Yeah. Um, Ugh. So. Crying. Anyways, Casey, what, what what time is it? Oh, my gosh. It's Pursuit of Plastic Time. All right, toy hunters and action figure enthusiasts, this is the Pursuit of Plastic. Um... Let's talk about Master of the Universe first. This this week, this past week or so, has been an up and down for Mattel Creations. They they put up the Grizzlor pre-order last Friday, and then they put up the made-to-order over the weekend. It went great. Uh, everybody who wanted to get their hands on a figure that should have been released out in the wild anyways can get their hands on it, thankfully. Um, these decisions I'm not sure about. I wish they would... I don't know why they're making, like mini comic figures and putting them at retail and then you take a character like Grizzlor that everybody wants as a regular character right as a regular character like, yeah come on it doesn't make any sense so yep thank you Mattel for doing the right thing um but this week they also put up that origins four pack he-man set <laughs> um completely overpriced I mean it's a grand idea and it's like every comment I read is like if it was 90 bucks it would have been sold out in seconds mm-hmm. but it was 150 bucks for Four origin figures that are usually retail at 18 bucks. No, now, you know, it doesn't retail at that. What? That's too much. It doesn't even no, retail at 18. No, origin figures are 18 now. Oh, they've, okay. they've been bumped up. Yeah, everything okay. went up. Okay. I mean, you got you got Masterverse figures that are 35 bucks, the deluxe ones now. Right. You know? um, so it is what it is, except for the fact that two of those figures have already been available. Um, the other two will definitely be available in the future anyway. So if you want to get your hands on these, it's a great idea where you have filmation, he-man, uh, the oh. space he-man. I forgot what that show was even called because nobody cares. Uh, I love that show. Oh, come on. 2000 next. I... <laughs> it's, it's, it's not horrible, but it's like, this was your, this was your idea. This is, just... this is my show. You don't want to. No, it. no, not the new one. Which one? Oh, the like the other one from like the nineties, the early nineties, late eighties. Yeah. Oh, one. so sorry. Yeah. That's... Yes. No. 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 You're good with that one. You, okay. The... Okay. Okay. And so they did that one, two thousand X He Man, and then of course the new He Man that you enjoy a lot, which I need to watch because I just haven't 
had the time to watch it, and I, I know I'll enjoy it. So uh, they did new card backs based on all the you know the classic toys. So it's all individual. They did the metal vac weapons. They did X Y Z a fancy box. It's not worth two hundred or one hundred fifty bucks. Like I said, it's just no. Nope. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's still up for pre-sale. So um, make better decisions next time. <laughs> Speaking of better decisions, I don't know why we're getting 87 He-Man movie figures when we just got some really great ones from Super 7. I know they're probably harder to get at this point, but yeah. that He-Man doesn't look anything like Dolph Lundgren. I, no. I'm kind of pissed about it. I will buy that Skeletor. I already have it on pre-order. Um, Skeletor is fantastic. Yeah, I love that look. I love that. Um, I love his character from that. So, eh, will I buy it? <laughs> probably the He-Man, but at the same time, I'm a little disappointed. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll fix it. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah. Um, also, we got announcement of Stratos for the new Eternia uh, collection. This was announced alongside the comic. I love Stratos. I think it's a really cool design, and I want this figure. Yeah, it looks pretty badass, actually. Um, Marvel Legends. Two great things. Um, comic version of Gore. I It went up for pre-order on Amazon. This is a little bit old news. I'm sure it's not up anymore, but Looks great. I I'm really excited that it is an exclusive uh, because I, I I would rather collect that kind of stuff than everything that hits main stores. So it looks great. It looks cool. Yeah, I immediately pre-ordered it. We um, we were guessing at what that Haslab Ghostwriter project <laughs> was going to be, and <sighs> you were right. Um, it's it's the Robbie Ray's um, muscle car. So. 350 bucks it is right the memes in the toy community are hilarious i gotta got look yeah yeah it's just like they they put it up against like a 29 dollar version of uh dom's car from fast and the furious they put it up against uh, like a model general lee that was like 12 dollars. it was just like rc cars that are like 150 dollars i was gonna like say actually insanely good like you're paying you're 350 is a $7 car with really good lights. That is all you are paying for. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I, I completely agree. I, I don't know what to say besides the fact that you've had these projects fail because you charge too much. Like you can't even, you weren't even able to sell a Rancor. Yeah. Like that should have sold. That should have cleared, but you charge too much. I think you charge 150 for this. Yeah. Well, you know I what, would, though? This is it. good. This is good because if it fails, then maybe they'll realize like you're fucking people over. And maybe they'll be like, you know what? We're dumb. We shouldn't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Especially after Hasbro's been making some good decisions as of late. I, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't understand this, this pricing. So whatever, whatever. Yep. Uh, McFarland Toys, who's, who makes the right decisions about everything. Um, this is this is an onslaught of things as well, but the first thing I really want to talk about is it's again a little bit older news, but that Batman the Animated Series 30th 30th anniversary right now, right? Mm, yeah, right, because it's a Harley Quinn 30th anniversary as well. I think that's yeah. the same same thing. So just like last year where he did the New York Comic Con exclusive of the year two Batman that of his favorite themes cover, uh, this year we're getting another box set with a deluxe like display stand that lights up. You can display the Dark Knight from the show on the rooftop that is, you know, 
that image has been yeah, <laughs> it's been burned in my brain since I was a kid. So yes, uh, you go into the show. I'm not sure if you can get more there. I'm not even sure if it's still up for pre-order on Target, but I will leave a link if so. I I ordered it because I love those sets. Yeah, and I didn't buy sure. the original figure that he put out. So, and I did watch it. Yep, me too. I'm sad. <laughs> um, just some here, just some things here. We got, we got new multiverse. We got that, um, that weird Flash set with all the colorful villains, which I thought was really cool. Um, we got the Speed Metal Build a Figure set, which some of those were looked really cool, but I, I don't want to invest in it. But I loved that Jay Garrick a lot. I thought that was a cool looking figure. Um, what? No, I agree. That's oh, okay. It. I ordered, then, mm-hmm. you know, I ordered some of these. <laughs> yeah, you ordered these. You ordered the punch, the page punchers, those little yeah. ones. So yeah. they they announced new four inch page punchers, which was kind of out of nowhere too. Because I, I I'm so confused about all of these different things that he's doing with. I don't know why there's two different page punchers sizes. Yeah. It's kind of stupid. Like that line. If you're either you should have done it with seven to begin with, or taken the the mini ones and put them into the super friends line. You know what I mean? It's but right? then again, I bought it. So like, fuck me. Like, what do you want? <laughs> right. Because when I look at the superpowers ones, they're I guess they're well, they're not as articulated. They're not as articulated, but neither are the three, the three and inch. Yeah. Ones, whatever they are. So page punchers at the four inch scale would have been fine if you would have just yes. kept that. Yes. The, like we always say the seven inch, like you have a multiverse line. I guess it's just the cell dc direct as a as a label i don't know i don't know yeah. what it is but it's always kind of confusing me but all of those are out there we'll leave a link so you can pick those up if you want um we got the full reveal of avatar figures from from him uh i it's crazy honestly <laughs> those little like blind bag ones are neat that whole like diorama that they they set up with all of them i i know it's not super detailed and it's not articulated but yeah. if you're gonna build the world of Pandora, that's that's an awesome scale to do it at. Yep, that's that's just it. It it fits in if you're into that kind of like model making almost. You know, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. like it's really cool, and it makes me think about like when McFarland did like those puzzles, those uh, like Lego type things. What, remember he did that? Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's just like the dude will take risks, <laughs> and I, and I love him for it. Exactly. Uh, we also got to look at the seven inch scale figures and vehicle and monsters as well Jeez, so yeah just everything I, yeah i'm really tempted to buy that mech with uh what's his name because i think i love that design i like that character a lot and don't breathe <laughs> he's five inches compared to the seven yeah. inch navi um yeah and he fits right in that mech so it's it's very tempting yeah i agree and then you put this on here because of course while we're trying to record a show he's putting out more news so um, a one twelfth scale Harley Quinn bat, or yeah. or is it full scale? Full scale. Okay, so one one. Okay. Yeah, one. Yeah, I, I guess. Nope. Yes. That's fine. So yeah. actual size, we can walk around with a Harley Quinn bat. Yes. Yes. You, if you are, you know, Daddy's little monster, you can go ahead and do that. I want a mallet. What are they, what are they doing? Yeah, that's true. That will probably be next. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't put it. I wouldn't put it past. He's going to do it all. So, uh, Super 7 news. Willow. Willow's getting a reaction figure, which I'm going to buy immediately when I when I go to the <laughs> So, I, I, um, I'm going to go all in when they put Willow stuff out. I'm really excited. Um, 
Oh, you know what? I forgot to mention this uh, in the Hasbro side of things. I was just about to say Indiana Jones, man. Yeah. yeah. What are we getting? We're going to get some more cool stuff. Well, when you said Willow, I wouldn't be surprised if Willow gets on that as well. Absolutely. And because I, I don't like reaction toys. Like there's a few that I have that are just of things that are like so niche, but like Dark Crystal for me. Stuff like Jaws. Right. Stuff like, like I that. have Buffy. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. uh, what's his name um, uh, from Escape from New York? Snake Plissken. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's certain things that like I just want all of something, but Willow, like they'll probably put it into a, a normal 112th line. Yeah, I, w- I can see Hasbro doing that, especially since they have basically all the Disney. Disney. They have Disney. Stuff, so yeah. I, w- I would not put it past them. And I- I'm surprised it hasn't been announced already, but we'll see. Right. I wish that we'll I wish that they could do like a Masterverse line with all these characters. So you don't have I to agree. go too crazy. But yeah. all of a sudden you have this, this Lucasfilm Masterverse line. Or something. Well, if d- at this point, uh, uh, while we're in the section Pursuit of Plastic, mm-hmm. we can talk about it. I don't know why Hasbro hasn't been doing what Super 7 is doing and putting out Disney waves or why McFarlane hasn't. Like, instead of copping us at $55, like, get us in at the 25 Like, I, if you give me $25 for these things, I'll buy every single one of them. Like, Mickey, Pinocchio, like, all that shit. Yeah, I mean, McFarlane's got that Mirrorverse... He uh, does, but I'm saying, like, normal. give us the classic ones with a f- You only need to throw in a few accessories. Like, if people are spending $35 for the exact same figure uh, that, you know, NECA makes and then $55 for Super 7, and for me, there is not much difference in what they both look like, people are going to, sp- you know, they'll do the different price point. <laughs> yeah. Especially no, I, the I, I cheaper agree. price point. <laughs> I agree. I, um, the one thing about Super Seven is that they have four horsemen on lockdown. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. that that automatically, you know, is. I get what you're saying about the NECA. Um, I, I don't. I don't know how NECA continues to, you know, be able to put stuff out at the price they do for being an independent company. But it's mm-hmm. it's awesome. So, you know. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, but you know, wrapping up the Super Seven thing, Disney Ultimates Wave Four is all Nightmare Before Christmas, and it's like I say to you, it's like. Uh, I have to draw up my line because I would buy everything that's super, you know, super seven um, mm-hmm. horsemen. It's just, especially this, this is like, this is hard. These figures, the <laughs> Sally, the Jack and the Oogie yeah. Boogie. It's amazing. looking. So and it's, cr- yeah, they look, they look great. DST has, I think is still doing waves. You guys are still doing great things with them as well. Um, you know, it's just a different quality. Exactly. Exactly. Um, we talked about the Star Trek Playmobil vehicle that was extremely pricey. Um, and then they actually dropped the price to try to sell them, which was kind of surprising. But they're also going to be putting out. Did they? Dark. They did. Um, I think Entertainment Earth was selling it like $100 cheaper, maybe $150 cheaper. Um, because the just, other one was $500. Like $500. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, this <laughs> this is still, what, $300, I think. Uh but it's pretty sweet looking. I wish I was rich and just could throw money around. But I also wish I would you buy weren't Playmobil. <laughs> like, why isn't why isn't Lego made that? You would spend three hundred dollars. Yeah, I know. But you, fuck, come on. Of all the people for licensing, it's 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 them. 
I don't know what I don't know what like chokehold Playmates has on for that Star Trek license, but it's they Star must. Trek license is weird because it's bounced around to so many different companies. I mean, so and, is Turtles. Turtles is just stayed at Playmates, but solid. You know what it, I but mean? I'm saying like they also do. I think they do. Oh yeah, uh, Playmobile or whatever too. There's a there's a ton of there's yeah, a ton there of are. Playmobil there stuff, are. Um, and I think that it's definitely aimed for our our generation that grew up on that on that style of toy. But the pricing, I mean, the pricing's the just pricing's crazy. But the detailing on these sets, the stuff you get with them, I mean, I'm sure it's worth it. But it's not it's not where I'm gonna you know go down that path. No, I'll buy myself the fifty dollar Playmates Enterprise that's coming out when they re release the whole line yeah. yeah i'm like really excited for that and you know star trek collectibles are not super expensive you can find stuff on ebay and and whatnot so it's good times good times uh sectors is back we said uh previous shows have been talking about it and now the pre-order has been live so we'll leave a link in there go buy mm -hmm. your your alien insect warriors <laughs> And go watch, about. yeah, go watch the video from it crap from the 80s talking about sectors because Chris Seaver does quite enjoy this. <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to link to that. Um two things uh left here. Lego Black Panther bust kind of forever. Uh I love I love that thing. It looks crazy. Uh it'll be up for order on October 1st. Um, it's too expensive. It is, but it's Lego. It's too expensive. It's no, but oh. but there isn't even I don't know, like it's it's too much in my opinion. But How big is it? It's huge. It's huge. Yeah. It's uh, it's life size. Is it life size? Yeah, it is. Like it, that that is the thing. But it's just like all of the other Avengers stuff has been like under a hundred dollars. Like Thor's hammer and the gauntlet and all this. And this is like where do you where do you get off? <laughs> Please I'm wear this. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my gosh, the Daily Bugle just went back up. There you go. God. You know, I just didn't buy a Steam Deck because I'm going, you know, traveling. And I was like, ah, I shouldn't spend $650 right now. Uh, this $350 Daily Bugle. Guys, go buy it. Because Click. <laughs> let me live through you. All right, what's the last piece of news? Sorry. Uh, oh, Hot just, Toys. Tactical yeah. Suit Batman. Which one was Th this? This is from Justice League. This is from Justice League, and honestly, this toy looks badass. <laughs> like it's because it's a mix of that Batman plus the um, what's the Watchman guy who's also Batman? Uh, oh, Owlman. Uh, Owlman. Like it looks like a mix of his suit and Batman's suit, and like it, like the expression is just him like violently angry, <laughs> and then stoic. Honestly, if I was going to pick a figure of all these figures from this universe, this would be the one I'd buy. Okay. Yeah. That's, sorry. That's, that's ranting it. about no, that. No, it's fine. It's just, that's this it. is what we do. We rant about stuff. Especially right. yeah, uh, where can you find us, Chris? Uh, on the interwebs at don'tforgetatowel.com and also defanentertainment.com. Come check out all the great stuff that we do online. Hit us up on social media at the Facebooks and the Twitters. Absolutely. And this is Casey saying thank you guys for listening. 230 something episodes. 228. 200, almost, almost 230. There. And um, go read your comics. And this is Chris saying don't forget a towel.